Amen. Amen. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Yes, we call on the fresh wind of the Holy Ghost to blow this morning. We call on the consuming fire of the Holy Ghost to burn away everything that's not of him. Amen. Good morning to all clergy. Good morning to all lay members, all visitors and friends. Good morning to each and every one of you that took the time to be on the prayer call this morning. This is a good morning because everything that our God has made is good. And we're already rejoicing, and we will continue to be glad in it. First Thessalonians 5 and 18 says, In all things give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you. I like the Passion Translation of that scripture in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. It says, and in the midst of everything, be always giving thanks, for this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. No matter what happens in life, adopting this virtuous posture is admirable. We've got to adopt the posture of thanksgiving, y'all. We've got to choose to take the position of thanksgiving. Will you choose to stand with thanksgiving when things come up throughout the day today? Even when things come up right after this call, will you choose to be in a posture of thanksgiving? Because the enemy comes immediately to steal, kill, and destroy. But remember to stay in your posture, to stay in your position, giving thanks and rejoicing. Because whatever we're going through, whatever is happening is just temporal. But the word of the Lord will remain forever. Amen. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am serving as your facilitator today. Please let me introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. The angel of our house is Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We want to say good morning and have a shout out to them this morning. Our devotion leader this morning is Sister Victoria Wimberly. Good morning, Sister Victoria. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. Blessed and favored and thanking the Lord for another day. Amen, amen. Our prayer requests and praise reports will be offered up this morning by Sister Margaret Johnson. Good morning, Sister Margaret. How are you today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I'm doing great. How are you this morning? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you. Okay, so let's go together before the throne of our Father in prayer. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this day, dear God, that you have made. We open our hearts and our minds to you and you alone this morning, asking you, Father, to pour into us what you would have us to know through our devotion, God. We open our hearts and our minds to hear what you have us to pray this morning as we stand in the gap for others. Father, have your way 
through Sister Victoria. Have your way through Sister Margaret. Download into them by your precious Holy Spirit that they may download into us, God. May every word spoken by your Holy Spirit be activated in the name of Jesus. May Holy Spirit bring life to it so that it accomplish what we have set it out to do this morning. May it cross every border, God. May it break every barrier and boundary. May it reach the hearts of the people. May it reach the bodies of the people, Father, in the name of Jesus. May it reach whatever we have sent it to do, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, be glorified today. Jesus, be glorified through, through your vessels, God, that you have chosen this day. You get the glory. You get the honor. You get the praise forever and ever. It's yours, God, and we freely give it to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Sister Victoria, please bring the devotion. Praise God. Thank you, Sister Charlene. First and foremost, thanking God for another opportunity, blessing the leader of our house, Bishop Christopher Smith and Pastor Adrian, welcoming all ministerial leaders, guests, members, and just those that are on the line far and near this morning, giving God the glory. So again, as we come forth this early morning, the purpose of devotional is to encourage spiritual growth. Not all spiritual journeys are the same, but they serve the need of the people. And we're under the tutelage of our bishop in learning about the God that we call on. It's for our growth, and it's to build up our faith. So sometimes, as you indicated, Sister Charlene, earlier, that trials are temporary, but victory is always permanent, praise God. Having perseverance is worth meditating on a long, no matter what your journey is. So this morning I am going to discuss about the things that are, it's only temporary. I don't know if many of you on the line this morning have ever gone camping, you know, taking your children out for camping and or your family as you were a young child have gone out camping. One of the things about the beauty of camping is when it got to be the evening, when it got to be the dark time, sometimes you would see something that's known as a night fly. See, night flies have a beauty about themselves. Night flies light up. They light up, and sometimes it, be, it will be so many of them, it will give you a pathway for your direction. And so with the awe of the eye of the beauty of a night fly and so many of them being encamped around, sometimes you would have a jar with you, and you would say, well, let me catch one of the night flies and capture it in a jar so that I could see the light. However, we found that after we put it in the jar, it started to simmer. It started to lose its light. Then we realized, okay, we've got to let this night slide go because it it needs to re-energize itself. So that's what I want to talk about, the night fly and being in the jar, needing to rejuvenate yourself. 
So according to 2 Corinthians, I'm going there. 2 Corinthians 4, 7 to 8 says, But we have this treasure, <clears throat> excuse me, in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. Verse 8 says, We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair. So this morning, I only want you to recognize it's only temporary. And are you a treasure in a jar? Hebrews 12 and 11 says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. What is God training you for? Have you asked yourself, am I a treasure to God? I want to talk to you this morning about Job. In the Old Testament word of Job, Job is a wealthy man living in the land called us with his family, with his large family and extensive flocks. He's blameless and uptight and upright, sorry, always careful to avoid doing evil. And that's in the first verse of Job 1 and 1. One day, Satan, the adversary, and I always give him a small S because he's not all of that. He appears before God in heaven seeking out Job and was given restrictions on just how far he could go with Job, just how far he could test Job. Satan wasn't satisfied with this, so he had the nerves to go back to heaven and approach God and ask God, can I still approach your son Job? God said, okay, I'm going to grant you another chance to test my son, Job. God's son, Job. During the second test, Job felt the pressure and desire for someone to, to mediate between himself and God. God commanded Job to be brave. So Job pressed through the, the test, and Job never lost faith in trusting that he himself could mediate for himself. Because Job knew that God would not would be there to pull him out and also show him himself. Like we all do at times, just like Job, we call on someone to mediate for us, praying ye one for another. However, sometimes we have to own our, be our own mediator and go to God. James 1 to the 4 says, Consider it pure joy, brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many types, of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, never get up. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. See, with you standing in faith knowing that God will already be on your side, you can get through the temporary because God loves you so much. See, with Job, God eventually intervened. And I'm going to repeat that. God eventually intervened. You have to remember that because God said he will never leave you nor forsake you. God commanded Job to be brave and explained various detailed features of his son Job that he created. See, like Job, you are not the same as me. I am not the same as you. You are not the same as anyone that you know. 
See, you're a peculiar child of God made different only for God's use because there's something special about you and being in this temporary tribulation that he, God, wants to see the treasure in you. You're a peculiar person to your father. Do you say to yourself that you are overcome by the appearance and power of God? Are you responding like Job that you recognize God's infinite power? And have you accepted the constraints of your human understanding? My question to you is, have you asked God what is he showing you about yourself during this temporary state? Are you a treasure in God's eyes? Can you get through the temporary of what you see? Are you asking for more? Are you asking for more? John 5 and 14 says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Have you asked for more? Isaiah 40 and 31 says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. See, because this thing is temporary, you've got to know that this is a growing moment. Again, are you a treasure in God's eye? Are you coming out of the jar? Philippians 4 and 13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Proverbs 3 5 to 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Again, we're helping you with the devotion to become what you know that you can be in your spiritual growth. 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape, that you may be able to endure it, that you will be able to endure this temporary thing. Again, are you a treasure in the sight of, the, of your God? Romans 12 and 12 says, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. James 1 and 12 says, blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those that he loves. That he loves. First Peter 5 and 10 says, after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. That sounds like a treasure of God's children. See, these are the, are the living, repeated word responses that pleases God. And just like Job, God the Father can, can and will restore health, granting you twice as much property as before, a hundredfold in finances, children that are blessed, 
visions that are seen and manifested, and a remarkable long life. In the end, as long as you never completely give up hope or faith in God, you'll be the inspiration to everyone, showing the temporal moments and enduring them because you are the treasure in the jar. So this morning, say to yourself, I know this is temporary because trials don't last always. Whatever it is you are up against today, praise God, our God is grooming you. So go before the Lord and ask the Lord, am I a treasure in the jar to be used by you, O Lord? Are you grooming me, Father, to be perfected in the areas that only you have created me to be, like he created Job, to be the strength and committed to God and not wavering? Be the person that God created you to be. Be the anointed one that God will use in the kingdom of God. Be the one says, I don't care what it looks like right now, but I trust my Lord and I know he is changing me and remolding me so that I can be the one to go and call others to come to the kingdom of God and let them know there really is a God working on our behalf. So, Father God, we come to you this morning giving you all the praise and all the glory because you're doing great things in us, Lord Jesus. We're thanking you for allowing the people this morning to hear the word of encouragement in their ear gates and praying that they have received your word in their minds, their hearts, and their spirits in the mighty name of Jesus, because you're so worthy, Lord. And we all come to you this morning with our hearts open to receive as you sit high and you look low. And we thank you for another day in your mighty son. Amen. 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 Thank you, Sister Victoria. That was a good devotion. Hallelujah. Trials are temporal, but victory is forever. Victory is forever. Our God is victorious, and because he is victorious, we are victorious. Night light, night light captured in a jar, loses its light. Are you a treasure in a jar? Well, I declare by the spirit of the living God, woman of God, thou art loose. I declare by the power of the Holy Spirit of God, man of God. Thou art loosed. Now let your light so shine before men that men may see your good works and glorify our Father in heaven. Whatever it is, as Sister Victoria said, it's temporary. Trials don't last always. But our Lord's word lasts forever. Amen. Sister Margaret, please lead us into prayer in Jesus' name. Okay, thank you, um, Sister Charlene. Um, we have a, a, a praise report, only one, a praise report this morning, and um, it is uh, a man who uh, we prayed for. His name was Philip Anderson, and his trial became a praise report. Um, and so he's saying, thank you for praying 
for the return of my stolen workman with my tools inside. It was stolen on Thursday evening, driven to Stockton, almost 100 miles away, and abandoned in front of a residential home on Friday morning. The occupant looked inside the van, the occupant of the home looked inside the van, found my business card, and called me on Saturday morning to report that it was there and invited me to come and meet him to recover the vehicle and the contents. He locked it up, held the keys, and also included a key to my wife's new Rob Ford that just had been purchased last month. He drove out to meet, uh, the guy's name is Gabriel Asuncion and his son Stephen, who were happy to reunite my van with the owner. Pray God's blessing and his salvation for this family. We rejoice and enjoy the prayer line every day. And then he says, remember Ziklag from the Bible? That was the word that the Holy Spirit gave me. And wouldn't you know it, Brother Small used the very words from 1 Samuel 30 and 8, where the word of the Lord was to pursue, and you will without fail recover all. God kept his word and answered your prayers. Thank you, and God bless your faithfulness. So, Father, we just come this morning in the name of Jesus, and we just thank you, Father. We thank you that you're a faithful God. You're an awesome God. You're a wonderful God. Thank you for this perfect example, Lord God, that um, lines up exactly with the devotion that Sister Victoria brought this morning, Lord God, that troubles don't last always, oh God. We know, Lord God, that when Philip Anderson came out to look for his work van and it wasn't there and all his work tools were in it, Lord God, that wasn't necessarily a good thing, Lord God. But, Lord God, he sought your faith and he prayed, oh God, and he had others come into agreement and pray for him, Lord God. And you answered his prayers. So we thank you this morning for being a God who sees El Roy, Lord God. We thank you this morning, Lord God, for answering his prayers, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, that you said that this is the confidence that we have in you, Father, that we can be confident that when we pray according to your will, you hear us. And not only do you hear us, but you give us the request that we've asked of you. So we thank you so much, oh God, for blessing Philip Anderson to get his work van back, Lord God, all the tools, the keys to his wife's car, Lord God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for touching the heart, Lord God, of, of, of Gabriel and his son Stephen, oh God, who checked in the van, Lord God, who found the business card, who called him and said, hey, man, your van is in front of my house. Thank you for using them, Lord God. We ask you to bless the family of Gabriel Asuncion, Lord God, and his son Stephen, Lord God. We pray for your salvation for their lives, oh God, that, Lord God, that they have seen the light that was in Philip Anderson, Lord God, that you, Lord God, we know your will is that none should perish, but that all should repent and come to a knowledge of you. We know your word says, Lord God, that you can send laborers into the field, oh God. We know, Lord God, you never allowed nothing to happen for no reason, oh God. So we thank you for using Philip Anderson, oh God, and someone stealing his van to get him to Stockton so that he could witness to Gabriel Asuncion and his son Stephen, oh God. We pray that the words, Lord God, and the light they saw in Brother Philip's life, oh God, 
would bring them to a, a knowledge of you, Lord God, that by your spirit, oh God, you would draw them, save them, deliver them, and set them free, and then set them on fire, oh God, to be a bold witness for you, Father. We thank you this morning, Lord God, that you hear and answer prayers, and we give you praise this morning, Father. We pray and we lift up everyone, Lord God, on the line who's going through a trial, Lord God, who's had something stolen from them, Father, that the enemy, the one who's a, a, a thief, oh God, would steal. But you said, Lord God, that if the thief be found, he must repay sevenfold what he has stolen. So we claim, oh God, in the name of Jesus, as we come together, Lord God, recompense. You are the God of recompense. Recompense your people today, O oh God, and restore the things that the enemy has stolen, whether it be their joy, whether it be, Lord God, family members, Lord God, health, O oh God, whatever it is, a job, you are more than able, the God of more than enough, O oh God. We ask you to restore to your children, O oh God, all that has been stolen from them, plus besides. Again, we give you thanks, O oh God, because we know you've heard us and you've answered, O oh God. And so we just say thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you for answering our prayers. And we expect, O oh God, a turnaround. We expect preferential treatment. We expect the blessings of God to overtake us. We expect the favor of God to surround us like a shield because that's what your word says. And your word never returns to you void, empty, or inoperative, but it does exactly what you sent it to do. So we give you thanks and praise this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Sister Margaret. Thank you. Thank you, Father God, that your word never fails. Whatever you've said will surely come to pass. Therefore, we declare that we only say what you say. We want to quickly come back to Sister Victoria. Do you have anything else that you would like to share with us, sis? Yes, Sister Margaret. I would just like to leave with the saints and ask them to remember. Sometimes it's very hard to move on. But once you move on, you'll realize it was the best decision you've ever made. Trust your God and follow his lead. Though our spirits are being renewed every day, our present troubles are small and won't last very long. Yet the produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs circumstances. We don't look at the troubles we see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that we cannot be seen, that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will be soon gone. But the things that we cannot see will last forever. Isaiah 43 and 19 says, your God says to you, I will do a new thing. Will you not recognize it? Recognize that what God is doing in you during this test is building your faith. God has promises for your every need. Amen. Thank you, Sister Victoria. Please remember to send in your prayer request. Send them to www.newdestiny.online. We love to pray, and we stand in obedience to our Father to pray ye one for another, that ye may be healed to pray without ceasing. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Sister Victoria, Sister Margaret, 
and our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. Please invite others to join us on a prayer call every morning at 5 a.m. and on Saturday mornings at 7.30. Father, we thank you. Thank you, God, for allowing us to come together this morning. I pray, dear God, that you bless everyone who obeyed you to be on the prayer call this morning. May each one remember that the situations are only temporal, but only what is done for you, Father, will last. Only your word, O Lord, stands forever. And we together make a conscious decision this morning of recommitment to stand firm on your word. Your word, dear God, which is the rock, the only true foundation. We stand on you. We declare that we will no longer move out of position, but we choose to remain in a posture of obedience and thanksgiving to you. In the name of Jesus. Father, cover everyone on this call with the precious blood of Jesus, we pray. Father, I pray that you protect everyone on this call, dear God. I declare that we are hidden under the shadow of your wings, God. And that we, dear God, are shielded from any hurt, harm, or danger. We come against any repercussions from standing in obedience. We come against any backlash and retaliation. We plead the blood of Jesus over everyone on this call. And Father, I thank you. I give you praise. I give you glory and honor. We seal every prayer prayed by your Holy Spirit today with the precious blood of Jesus and with your precious Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Sister Kathy, please open the lines for the saints to worship together. 